Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Friday where we probably won't hear much news because in Saudi Arabia, Friday and Saturday are the official weekend. But it does look like Fabinho's transfer is basically complete. And it looks like Jordan Henderson will undergo his medical today, if not today, then tomorrow, uh, either in Croatia or London. I'm not sure. Al-Etifak are in Croatia for training camp. So I'm guessing it'll take place there. But if he's travelled back to the UK, having left Liverpool's camp in Germany, it may be that they meet him in London and it happens there. So we should get both of those out of the club over the weekend. Uh, deals hopefully confirmed early next week. And that will bring $52 million into the coffers. Now, that's a significant chunk of money. Money that we weren't expecting to have. And money that will go a long way towards paying for a replacement for Fabinho. As I've said before, we don't need to replace Henderson because we've already done that with Dominic Zabozlai. And in the number eight positions, we've got Dominic, Alexis McAllister, Thiago Alcantara, Curtis Jones, and Harvey Elliott can play there if necessary. I'd rather see him as the backup to Mo, but I expect he'll get a game or two in midfield over the course of the season. So we're well stocked in the eight roles. We don't need to replace Jordan Henderson at all. What we need is we need to replace Fabinho and then we need a backup to that replacement. So we already had the money to do the backup. It was going to be Romeo Lavia. I think everybody's aware of that. And I hope that that's still the plan, that we still will target Lavia and bring him in. I think he would make a ton of sense for us as a long-term signing who can play multiple positions can be developed into 
a world class number six, or he could potentially be an absolutely outrageous number eight, a defensive eight. So we'll have great options with him. It's just a matter of who do we get as the starter. My preference now is Czech Dekure. Um Look, if we could get Chuameni or Caicedo, absolutely. Absolutely get one of them. But I just don't think there's a possibility. I think with the way Brighton are positioning themselves on Caicedo, they are going to insist that it's a £100 million deal. Now, I could definitely see the logic in paying that. He's 21 years of age. He's already one of the best midfield players in the Premier League. But I would rather us spend, let's say, 55 on Dekure and 45 on Lavia than 100 million on Caicedo. Because I don't think the gap between Caicedo and Dekure is massive. I think Caicedo's the better player, but I don't think it's a massive gap. And I think in the right system, Dekure can be equally as effective. And I don't think the gap between Lavia and Caicedo is all that big. And I certainly don't think that long-term Caicedo will be the better player. I think Lavia will be. So I would rather see us buy the two of them than buy Lavia or Chuameni. Now, I think we might kick the tires on Chuameni one more time just to make sure it's not a possibility before we commit to Decore. There's been reports that uh, Crystal Palace would want 70 million. If a club says they want 70 million, they really want 60 but they know that you're going to come in below that number. So when you negotiate them down, you negotiate them down to what they actually want. When United started sniffing around Aaron Wan-Bissaka, they wanted 60-odd million for him. They got 60, or they got 50. It was the same thing with Balassi. They postured that they wanted 35. They got 26 in the end. So I think they probably want 60, I think they take 55, particularly if we can pay that up front in one go, which given it looks likely that the Henderson and Fabinho funds will arrive in one lump payment without installments, I think it's quite likely that we could just turn around and pay the whole thing in one go for someone like Decore. And I think that makes sense for us to do. I think you get him in now, then you get Lavia, and then your midfield is set. And the only thing you're going to need to do in midfield in the next couple of years is replace Thiago. And that could be next summer, perhaps with a Maxens Kakare, Andre Trinidad if he stays at Fluminese. Perhaps we'd go a different direction, go for someone who's more of a, a ball carrier like Kefren Turam, where we know that there's been interest, strong interest from both sides. But Dekure and Lavia makes all the sense to me. We know that the top left-side centre-back option for us is Levi Colwell. We also know that that deal is very unlikely. And that if it were to happen, it would be very, very expensive. Like, you're probably talking Van Dyke money for Levi Colwell. Is he worth it? At the moment, no, but you're betting on the long term. So you'd probably be okay to pay it because if you got 
you know, 12 to 13 years of elite level play, then it would prove to be a bargain. Like, look at Virgil, 75 million people mocked. Nobody mentions it anymore because it was a bargain. I don't think Colwell will become Virgil level because I don't think anyone's become Virgil level. But I think he can be really, really, really good for a long, long time. So um, if we could find a way to pull that deal off, it would be incredible. Now, the thing is here, we seemed to have the money to do both of those things before the Fabinho and Henderson stuff started. So we should, in theory, still have the money to do both of those things even after buying someone like Czech Dukure on top of Lavia. But the question I would have is, are we wasting our time hoping that Chelsea will relent on Colwell? Should we potentially be looking elsewhere? And recent reports coming out of Leipzig that there's nowhere close to an agreement between the clubs, according to sporting director Max Eberl, uh, which flies in the face of what my best friend and the greatest journalist in the world, Fabrizio Romano, had said, uh, was that, you know, he said, here we go, deal agreed, la la la, medical to happen. Then he claimed part of the medical had happened. But Max Eberl has said, well, there's nowhere close to an agreement, so no, none of this is happening. We don't actually need to sell him now because we sold Zabozlai. Would it be in our best interests to perhaps make a move for him? We have a very strong relationship with Leipzig. There's a lot of respect on both sides. I'd imagine he'd be more expensive than Colwell. You're probably talking 85 million. But could we sell Costa Simicus to make up the difference? Sell Costa Simicus and Nat Phillips. That's probably 25 million between the pair. Somewhere between 20 and 25. That would probably make up whatever difference there was. Nat doesn't play. Costas won't play next season if we buy a lefty centre-back and carry on playing a back three in a lot of games because we'll have Robbo as our traditional left-back and then we'd have that left centre-back to play in the back three. So there's no role for Costas. So replace the two of them with someone like Vardio. Oof. Imagine. A team of Galacticos. Um, It's obviously very, very, very unlikely that we would make such a move. But, uh, you know, it's nice to think about. It's certainly nice to think about. He's a self-confessed Liverpool fan. He's friends with Dominic. He has spoken openly about his admiration for Jurgen Klopp. He would fit like an absolute glove. It would be perfect. He's very comfortable at left back in a four as well. So he would actually be perfect in that role. Maybe even more perfect from an on-ball point of view than Colwell. I think Colwell is going to be the better defender 
But Joskell's no slouch defensively. It's just a nice thought, isn't it? Imagine that was the end of our summer. Decoure, Lavia and Guardiola. It fits as well because we've got two non-homegrown spots. Costas would actually open a third uh, non-homegrown spot, but it would fit with what we need for the quota because Lavia is on an under-21 player, has three more seasons as an under-21 player, uh, will be a homegrown player, already counts as a homegrown player or would count as a homegrown player if he was old enough. So you'd have no issues with the quota. You'd have Canate, Virgil, and Guardiola as a back three. You'd have Trent and Decoure as a double pivot. You'd have Alexis and Dominic as a an attacking two. And then you'd have Mo, Gakpo, and Diaz as a front three, and obviously Allison in goal. I don't think there's a better first 11 anywhere than that, to be totally honest. And then we'd have a backup 11 of Kelleher, Gomez, Matip, Robertson, Besetic, Lavia, Thiago, Jones, Elliot, Darwin, and Jota, which isn't bad at all. It isn't bad at all. That's more than good enough to win a Europa League group. It's more than good enough to win a couple of rounds of the League Cup. Then you'd have whoever as the third choice keeper, Pitaluga maybe. Um, You would probably want one more centre-back. You'd probably want one more centre-back. Connor Bradley can be a depth fullback if needed, but I think he might go on loan. Maybe maybe he goes to a championship club on loan. I think that's probably the smartest thing for him. But it's a hell of a squad. A hell of a squad. It won't happen, but it's a nice thought. Anyway, uh, four choices for Liverpool's new vice captain as leaders depart says this is Anfield. I think it should either be Alisson or Mo. That would be my choice. Alisson or Mo. I don't mind which. Virgil is obviously the new captain. Um, Robbo and Trent, I, I don't have an issue with them being part of the leadership group, but Robbo, if things go to plan and we get the left centre-back in that we want, isn't going to be a regular first-team starter anymore. And I just don't see it with Trent yet. I don't see that maturity or leadership that's needed just yet. So we'll wait and see. He, it might be him. You never know. Uh, there's a piece about Fabinho. There is a piece about the formation. There's a piece about Dominic. Uh, a piece about Jörg Schmacke. piece about Henderson. And what else we got? There's a piece about Henderson again. Piece about two price tags for midfielders that we've been linked with. Uh, Another piece about Henderson on Liverpool.com. 
Uh, there appears to be another piece about Henderson. Uh, Jordan Henderson to quadruple Liverpool salary. He just isn't. He just isn't quadrupling his salary. So that's just false information. Uh, <clears throat> piece about Chiumeni. Another piece about Henderson. Uh, Liverpool looks at Europe's top tackler. Let's have a look at Media Digest. Another piece about Jordan Henderson. Um, there's a piece about the Fenway Corners project, which isn't actually linked to Liverpool, so don't be worried about it. Uh, there's a piece about. There's a really good piece about Czech Dakure. Ben Boxick has Ben Boxick has written this piece about Czech Dakure, and it is absolutely outstanding. So do check that out. It's called the Inside Story of Czech Dakure as Liverpool could sign next Yaya Toure and Patrick Vieira. Do check that out. It is very very good. Um, right, what are these Media Digest things suggesting to us? Yeah, so David Lynch is reporting that it's going to be about 350 grand a week. Um, and then there's some nonsense here about quadrupling um, his earnings. But if you factor in that Henderson probably gets paid through a company set up, set up, set up in his name, uh, he's likely not paying the same level of tax as uh, you or I would pay on our earnings. And according to uh, Goal.com, um, Inter Milan have upped its asking price, upped their asking price, I should say, on Nicolo Barella, which is absolutely irrelevant to us because we won't be buying him anyway. So I'm not sure why that needs to be put on the Liverpool website. Um Liverpool identify prolific ball winner. That's about Joe Polinia. We're not going to sign Joe Polinia. It's as simple as that. Fulham want money that is A, too much for what he is as a player, and B, too much for us to consider paying for a guy who's 28 years of age. We could have got him last summer for 20. Could have got him. We could have got him, Dekure, and Bubakar Kamara for 41 million combined. For the three of them. Now, you add in signing fees, etc., it'll be more, it'll probably 50, 55. But their wages, they're probably on less for the three of them than, say, Henderson and Milner earned last year. If we'd been proactive last summer, we'd have signed Dakuri and Kamara for a total of 23 million. And we'd be in great shape right now. Uh, Dominic Cornes has left the club on loan. Um, he has gone to Switzerland to play for Verden Sport. Interesting. Best of luck to him. Uh, James Balagizzi obviously has gone to Wigan. Leighton Clarkson has made a permanent move to Aberdeen. Reese Williams has gone to Aberdeen. And I think that's it so far of confirmed deals. There's obviously been some speculation about around a few other players. Um, on AnfieldIndex.com, uh, Tony Evans laid his piece up. There's another piece on Jordan Henderson. There is a piece on Marco Verratti. I can't emphasize enough. We will not be signing Marco Verratti. That just isn't something that's even a slight possibility. Uh, there's a piece about Chiumeni. There's a piece about Dekure. There are two new podcasts. There are, is a Scouser Tommy's, which you must listen to 
with Jay and Jim. And there's an old school, myself and Gags, talking about Henderson for an hour. Uh, I tried to hold in most of the slander. Some of it came out. There's a little bit of Henderson slander in there. There is at some point going to be a podcast that is just a full bore unleashing. I may not release it on Anfield Index, though, because I might not want to tarnish the brands <laughs> with my own particular thoughts on this matter. But there's a lot of stuff that you hear over the years that gets brushed away. And I never got to do it for the Rogers situation. And I've still got receipts on Rogers. I've got a lot of receipts on Henderson. I'd like to put them out there, but I don't know. I'll see. I'll see what happens. Um, if I do, I probably won't do it under the AI banner, though. Um, there's also a scouted with Carl from the other day. So if you want to check that out as well. And that's it. That's all I've got time for, folks. Thank you, as always. Take care of yourselves, and I will see you Monday. Enjoy your weekends. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.